My washing machine is right next to my bedroom, so I really hope that you guys can't hear my washing machine through this whole episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Along the Way podcast. My name is Lydia Kyle, and today we are talking about one of my favorite things, outsourcing. If you have not already hit subscribe to the podcast, I would love if you did that and also leave a five-star review. I see every single review that you guys leave and it makes me so excited to see that you guys are enjoying the podcast. If you want to shout me out and get in touch with me on social media, you can find all of my handles in the description of this episode. Let's get started. Outsourcing is one of those things that I didn't realize I had been doing or had known about pretty much my entire life, but I recently, well, recently, within the last three years, uh, because it all tends to blend together, within the last three years, I went to a retreat, and it was kind of like a women in business retreat, and we got to talking about outsourcing, and we were talking about all the different kinds of outsourcing that can help you not lose your mind on a day-to-day basis, and it came about kind of in a roundabout way where uh, a lot of the women in the room were mothers or you know were getting married that was just kind of the um, just kind of the generation represented we were all kind of in that season or getting ready for that season and it came up where someone said I don't understand how you guys are getting all of these things done when when your house needs to be cleaned and the kids are home and underfoot and I don't understand how you guys are building these business empires while all of that is going on and the room got kind of quiet and finally someone said well I have a housekeeper I I outsource my cleaning to a housekeeper and then somebody else chimed in and said you know I take my kids to um, daycare or private school or whatever for three days a week or you know I, I pay my Uh, sister-in-law to watch my kids because she lives down the road and it was this aha moment that happened in this room full of busy wives and mothers and entrepreneurs where it was like oh I don't have to do it all myself and no you don't but outsourcing can require a little bit of a mind shift and the mind shift that you have to have when it comes to outsourcing is yes in a lot of ways it will probably cost you money but it will save you sanity so what is your sanity worth to you but also you are going to be supporting someone else's family or business or dreams by allowing them to take something off of your hands for compensation. I don't think this episode is going to be particularly long just because I think this is something that we can hammer out really quickly. But I think one of the root reasons why, specifically women, I know that the majority of my audience is women, I know the majority of my audience are mothers and wives, specifically our demographic, we are under the impression for some reason, we can go into that discussion at a later date, but for some reason we are under the impression that we have to do it all and that everyone around us is doing it all like you know Susie Q down the street she's doing all of it herself so I have to do all of it myself and if I can't keep all of these plates spinning then I'm a failure well what you don't realize is that maybe Susie Q has hired a personal grocery shopper Maybe Susie Q has a house cleaner. Maybe Susie Q is taking her kids to a gymnastics 
day where she drops them off for half a day and they do gymnastics and she can go out and, you know, do whatever it is that she needs to do. And obviously this looks differently if you're in a rural area, but I was outsourcing even when we lived very remotely in New Mexico and I was finding ways to outsource that benefited me, but also benefited our family. So I think first and foremost, the thing that we all have to come to agreement on is that no, you do not have to keep all of the plates spinning by yourself. You do not. It does not make you a failure and it does not make you less than if you outsource something. If you bring someone in from the outside to assist you with something that maybe you're not good at, maybe you hate doing, maybe it's just too overwhelming for you, whatever it is, you are not less than by needing to bring someone in to help you do something. Which if you think about that statement critically, like go here with me, analyze that statement with me. Am I less than because I can't do all of the things that are required to keep my household, my business, my personal life, my faith, my groceries, am I less than because I'm struggling to keep 47 things up in the air at the same time? No. Like if we analyze that statement critically, it feels kind of silly to even have that mindset to begin with. But I am very much under the impression that that is a common mindset within our demographic of people. The wives and the mothers, I think, you know, we could have an entire discussion about how millennials tend to be people pleasers and um, yes, yes men. Uh, <laughs> millennials are all about saying yes to things that we don't actually want to do, but we do them out of obligation. Um, we are also people pleasers and we hate to say no because we feel like it'll be a disappointment. And we're overachievers. Really, truly, I feel like a large bulk of millennial women are overachievers. We like to run ourselves ragged for the gold star. But I am here to tell you that there is so much power in outsourcing. So much power that you can grow, whether it's your business, whether it's your financial portfolio, whether it's just your own personal self-preservation. Like those things will expand if you are willing to let go of a little bit and let someone else help you. So like I said before, I had been exposed to outsourcing pretty much my whole life. Um, my mom did some outsourcing when um, she, was a, she was a business owner. She's a very successful business owner. She ran a business that was in my hometown and um, the business was kind of a soul sucker. Like, let's just be honest, it was a soul sucker. It took everything to keep the business um, functioning. It was very hard to find reliable employees who were able to run the business with the attention to detail that was required. And so, you know, it took a lot of my mom's time to be present. It took a lot of my dad's time as well to be present. And so my mom outsourced some things. And I remember there was a certain time where um, it was causing my mom a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety that every day when she would come home, no matter how late it was, she would come home and the house would be dirty. And it, and it wasn't like, you know, clutter or gross. It was just little things that she hadn't had time to do. And so she outsourced to a housekeeper that came once a week. That person did the floors. They did 
the vacuuming, they did the windows, they, you know, they didn't do any of the personal things like laundry or anything like that, but it was the stuff that mom didn't have time to do. And it was a tremendous help. And here's the other side of this. Okay. Here's the other side of this. That once a week cleaning turned into more for the lady who was coming to do it. So not only was she receiving compensation from my mom, but my mom was recommending her to other people. And so then she started to build this cleaning business. And that's how it happens. Honestly, that's the power of outsourcing. It's not only about you, it's about who you're able to support through allowing them to help you. I'll also put this plug in there. If you have older children who are capable and competent, when I got to a certain age, my mom was actually outsourcing to me. So my mom would pay me $50 a week, which I mean, looking back now, like that was a lot of money. Thank you, mom. Um, my mom would pay me $50 a week if I would, um, I had to do all the vacuuming and I had to, we had hardwood floors and the hardwood floors, uh, anyone who has hardwood floors know that they require a lot of TLC. So I think I was having to do it twice a week. I would have to um, sweep, mop, and do the, um, the Murphy oil on all of the hardwood floors. And that was my responsibility. That was something that the cleaning lady had been doing in the past. At this point, we didn't have the cleaning lady. So my mom just outsourced it to me. And so I was, you know, oh my gosh, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 years old, come home from school, do my cleaning chores, and my mom was outsourcing to me. So here's the deal. If you have capable and competent young adults in your house, you can be outsourcing to your own children. I, I highly recommend, highly recommend compensating them for the jobs that deserve compensation, okay? My mom was not compensating me for putting away my laundry and cleaning my room, okay? Those were expectations. Regardless, that was an expectation. But I was doing something above and beyond and something that really she appreciated and it lessened the load on her if I did it. And so she was compensating me for something that was extra, something that I was doing a service within our household. And so I really recommend, you know, if you have older children that can do these type of jobs, one, have them do it, and two, compensate them fairly for their time. So I was always kind of aware of like housekeeping, like it's okay to have someone else help you keep your house clean. Like it's okay. And I think maybe some of y'all need to hear that because you weren't raised in an environment where that was okay. It is okay to have someone else help you. You know, when I was um when I was pregnant when we lived in Northern California um I was pregnant my second pregnancy I was really sick and I had a toddler so our first two children they're 14 months apart so I was pregnant and had a 14 month old at the same time um or younger than that even math is not my strong suit but um, I had a little high school gal. I'm still in touch with her today. She's an amazing woman, um, but she was in high school at the time. She would come out and she would help me deep clean my house before the baby arrived. She actually, I think she did that for both pregnancies or maybe her mom helped um, another time, but they would come out and they would help me deep clean the house because at that point you're eight and a half months pregnant. Like it ain't, it ain't happening, right? You've done all the nesting, but like it ain't happening. And when she was in high school, she was thrilled to come help. 
She was thrilled to come help. She was thrilled to get paid for it. She was so kind. She was so sweet. It was a great interaction. And like I said, I'm still in touch with her today. Um, actually, come to think of it, if uh, our second child had been a girl, uh, his name would have been her name. We actually, we, we love that kid so much that we were going to name our kid her name. Um, but cleaning has always been something that I have been well-versed in the power of outsourcing. When we were in uh, New Mexico, I had a gal who would come over once a week and she would help. And then the other thing that I would have her do, oh, I highly recommend this. If you, if you are struggling with uh, keeping a house clean or you're struggling with like deep cleaning like you don't have time to do the deep cleaning anytime that we would leave town for more than like two days like because when you live in the middle of nowhere sometimes grocery shopping takes that long but um like say we were going to visit my parents and we were going to be gone for three days she would come over and she would deep clean the house while we were gone and I mean she was compensated fairly for it it was it, I budgeted for that I made sure that I had money set aside so that she could come over and deep clean the house. Oh my gosh, she would she would shampoo the carpets. She would um, do like the pledge oil on all of the wood cabinets. She would do the baseboards. She oh my gosh, it was amazing. It was amazing. So, if you need help with deep cleaning or just weekly cleaning, maybe you need help with someone who can bring groceries to your front door. Maybe you need help where someone can come in and, you know, fold laundry. You guys, there's places where you can drop off your laundry to have it done for you. Like, I mean, there are, there are millions of ways that you can outsource little pieces of your life that are overwhelming or that you absolutely hate. And I'm telling you right now, yes, it's going, you're going to have to compensate other people. But again, what's it worth to you? That's part of the mindset shift that will happen is that you have to decide what is it worth to you to no longer have to deal with whatever that is. If you hate shampooing the carpets, what is it worth to you to have someone come in and shampoo the carpets? But I was not aware of some of the other ways that I could outsource and that came later in life for me. Circling back to that women's retreat that I was at where this came up in conversation, I had my own aha moment. You know, I wasn't, I didn't have an aha moment about, you know, taking my kids to daycare for two days a week or, or whatever. I didn't have those aha moments. My aha moment came when I sat down with one of the mentors from the retreat and I just kind of told her, I said, I don't, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I have all of these ideas. I have all of these things that I want to accomplish, but I just don't feel like I have enough time in the day to be wife, mom, and social media personality who's doing X, Y, Z, and then some, right? I didn't want to just create videos at that point. I wanted to have a newsletter. I wanted to eventually have a podcast. Like I had all of these ideas, right? But there's only so many hours in the day. And she asked me, she said, well, you know, what are some things that you could outsource? And I said, oh, well, you know, I have someone who watches the kids two days a week and I get all my stuff done. And, and, um, and then I have you know, um, someone who comes and cleans the house and she's like, well, that's great. But like, what about outsourcing things within your business? And I said, oh, I don't know. What are things that you outsource within your business? Cause this, this concept was actually kind of foreign to me, right? I had managed 
multi-million dollar budgets for ranches. And sure, we outsourced all the time, but it had never occurred to me now that I was working for myself, now that I was growing my own brand, that I could outsource things, which looking back now is kind of comical, but you might be in the same situation. So don't at all feel like it's silly to not realize that you can outsource some of these things. So the first thing that we came to the conclusion, we had kind of a long conversation about it, but the first thing was it would be really beneficial for me to have a bookkeeper because I hated doing QuickBooks. Listen, I had been doing my own QuickBooks since I was 13 years old. My mom taught me how to do QuickBooks literally from that age. I knew how to, she would make me sit down every month. I had to categorize my expenses. I had to be held accountable for all, you know, all of it. If there's anything that my parents did incredibly well, they taught me to be very responsible with my finances and they taught me to be very aware of my finances. But here's the thing. I was managing uh, QuickBooks for the ranch entity and I got so burnt out on that. This was this was post that, but during the time that I was managing that QuickBooks for the ranch that we were employed by, I had just gotten so burnt out on keeping track of finances. And so over those four years, our personal QuickBooks, I would sit down every six months and have to wade through all of this stuff like I don't remember why we spent x amount of dollars at Target six months ago I don't I don't know and so then it was just you know it was kind of uh it was kind of a shit show I'm not gonna lie and and it showed when I when I sent everything to the accountant she was kind of like oh geez okay we're gonna have to wade through this together Lydia but now that I was self-employed now that I was working for myself I was still burnt out on the finances. I felt it felt out of control to me. It felt out of control to me, but also I didn't want to touch it. So we came to the conclusion that I could really benefit from a bookkeeper. And she recommended a bookkeeper to me. I will tell you right now, my bookkeeper, her name is Mary Faber. I will be sure to drop her information in the description of this episode. If you are in agriculture, if you are in marketing, if you are in just rural life, Mary Faber is your gal. She understands our life. She understands all different kinds of income, whether you are on a farm or you're someone like me, it doesn't matter. She gets it and she is the hugest blessing to my life knowing that Mary always has eyes on my finances. She is keeping track of every single transaction. She is allocating every single transaction and then at the end of the year when my accountant goes in to give me a year-end estimate, there there's maybe two questions because Mary does such a fantastic job. Mary does such a fantastic job. The accountant is another way to outsource. If you are struggling with your own taxes, you may want to look into having an accountant. We've always had an accountant just because we've always had our hand in like 47 different cookie jars and it gets incredibly complicated um, when you bring things like livestock and rental houses and all of that stuff into it. It's just very nice to have someone who is a professional do that. Um, but an accountant is another way to outsource. The other thing that was talked about, and I'm just giving you examples from my personal life, because again, these are the things that I've learned, learned along the way, but I hope that it inspires you to look at your life and be like, oh, well, maybe that's something that I could outsource. So I built my own website. I like my website very much. I'm very capable of building a website, but I really wanted to have a newsletter. And for some reason, 
the thought of having to do a newsletter just felt daunting to me. Like I didn't, I could sit down and write it. Like I could sit down and I could write the newsletter. Like if you're a subscriber to my newsletter, I want you to know that I write every single newsletter, okay? But the thing that felt daunting to me was keeping track of the email list, creating the forms that people fill out to sign up for the email, for the newsletter, and then also making it look aesthetically pleasing, like going in after you'd written it and plugging it all in and making sure that it looked beautiful. That felt incredibly overwhelming to me. Well, guess what? That's something I can outsource. And the gal that I outsource it to, she's incredible. All I have to do is send her a draft of what I want to say and some pictures. Renee makes it look beautiful. And, and Renee charges me a fair amount every single month to be able to do that, depending on how many newsletters I send out. I'm happy to pay her for it because she is a young woman who is building her own empire. I'm happy to re- recommend Renee to anyone who, who needs to get in touch with her. Um, I'll drop Renee's information as well in the episode in the episode uh, description so that if you need someone to do, um, Renee does all kinds of stuff. Renee does social media management. She does um, social media um, like scheduling for all your posts. Um, she did some work on Pinterest for me and then she also does things like newsletters. But that was a huge weight off my shoulders and now I have a newsletter subscriber list of over a thousand people, which is not a drop in the bucket when it comes to newsletters, okay, when it comes to email subscribers. And it's all because Renee is able to support the vision that I had and she makes it happen every single time. And I am thrilled to pay her every single month knowing that I am supporting her small business. The same goes for Mary, my bookkeeper. I love the fact that I can help Mary grow her home-based business as a bookkeeper. This is Mary's passion. I am honored to be a part of the conglomerate of clients that support Mary's small business, that supports her family, that are amazing people. Truly, I think that when it comes to outsourcing, there is so much untapped potential in each of our lives if we're just willing to let go of certain things. And that was part of the conversation that I had at that retreat was what are the things that you're willing to let go of? Because, you know, I'll again, using myself as an example, there are a lot of content creators and social media personalities. They're having other people write their captions. They're having other people edit their podcasts. They're having other people do X, Y, Z for them. I'm not comfortable letting go of any of that, right? Like when it comes to my captions, they're all me. When it comes to my videos, they're all me. When it comes to um, this podcast, I hopefully I'm doing an okay job, but it's all me, right? Those are not things that I'm willing to outsource at this time because I need to have my hand in that cookie jar. But things like the newsletter, Renee's the one who puts it together. I write it 100%. Those are my words. That is my editing. It is my voice in that newsletter. But the person who makes it look beautiful is Renee. So I had to have that realization of, okay, what are the things that I can let go of that someone else can do without it compromising my brand or compromise my business? If you're if you're in a brick and mortar business scenario, ask yourself those same questions, 
but ask it in the sense of what can I let someone else do for me that will not compromise my brick and mortar day to day. Maybe it's having someone manage your social media platforms for you. Maybe you have a brick and mortar business that does fantastic, but you need someone else to do the social media because that is not your forte, right? Outsource it. There are so many young people that speak social media that would be thrilled if you would pay them an amount of money each month to manage your social media platforms. Okay, there's so many ways that this can be beneficial to any type of business even if you are just a mom and I don't say just a mom in the sense of that's just a mom when you are a mom you are keeping everything flowing right but if the thing that you are doing right now you don't have a a small business you don't have a social media platform you don't have an outside job, or, or maybe you do have an outside job, but your number one priority is making sure that those kids and your household is taken care of. That's what I mean, okay? I didn't choose the right words for that, and I apologize. I redact what I said. If you are a mom, you are a superhero, but you can allow someone else to come in and help. Ask yourself, what are the things that I can let go of that will not compromise the way that my household flows? Or ask yourself this question, what are things that I can let go of that will make my household flow better? There are so many people who are able and willing and capable of helping you within your household. Yes, you will have to make a financial contribution to making this happen, but ask yourself, what's that worth? What's it worth to not be crying over the state of your carpets? What's it worth to have your car detailed once every eight months to make it look brand new again? What's that worth to you? And I will tell you, the way that it makes you feel liberated, the way that it makes you feel free from those things that are just soul-sucking, and they're different for every single one of us. Hear me out. It is different for every single one of us. But it is incredibly liberating to know that you can have someone else come in and help. All in all, outsourcing is an incredible tool. It is an incredible tool for anyone. If you are feeling bogged down, if you are feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself those questions. What are the things that I can let go of that are not going to give me anxiety? What are What is the thing that I can let someone else do without having to micromanage it myself? And I'm fairly certain that every single one of us could identify things that we are willing to support someone else's family. We are willing to give someone else that extra Christmas money, that extra vacation fund, that extra retirement money, whatever it is. We are willing to give that to someone who's able to come in and take some of the load off of our shoulders. I want you to hear this. Regardless of what season of life you are in, you are not meant to do this alone. You are not meant to keep all of the plates spinning by yourself, and you are not less than if you need help. Go get the help that you need. Seek out the people who can bring peace into your life, into your household, into your business, 
and utilize their talents and their skills. And I promise you, it is going to open up so much abundance for you and yours. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Along the Way podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here every single week. My name is Lydia Kyle. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, leave a five-star review. All of the information that I mentioned in this episode, including my social media handles, are in the description of this episode. I'll see you guys next time.